0: Folks, welcome into the Crowd Assist podcast presented by Trainwreck Sports. Wake here with your friend Jake and everyone's favorite friendly neighborhood, Mere Cat. Got the band back together for this one. It's a great day to be alive, great day to be a Bills fan. Micah, before we get on here, you were saying that this season, this preseason, this training camp all feels a little different than in years past. And it all comes down to us not being worried about. What? Josh. <laughs> yep. More <laughs> do anything else. <laughs> Literally. We know he's not gonna yeah, play yeah. on Saturday, and it's just great. It's fun being on the side where the grass is actually greener, where fucking wild. we have that quarterback that's not playing in the preseason because we're not evaluating quarterback talent. But one thing we are gonna evaluate real quick, real early is your and our listeners preseason bills knowledge now i did put one question out on twitter earlier so we're going to start there you guys got your little handy dandy notebooks ready you, to roll. ready you guys are competing for my love and affection and absolutely nothing else so here we go question good. one. Oh wait who are the two quarterbacks no. That started ahead of Josh Allen in his first preseason game. Two quarterbacks that started ahead of Josh Allen in his first preseason game. A time when we were worried, possibly, about who the Bills signal caller would be week one. All right. I see Meerkat is done writing, and now Micah is good. Fellas, hold up your answers. Let's see who we got here. One of you is right.
1: Oh, McCarron's good. I think it's Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: AJ McCarron and Nathan no. Peterman. I knew it was the oh, Peterman.
2: That's the that's the only one I was sure of. I,
1: I was sure of Peterman, I kn- I could not think of the other one. McCarron's a good poll there. <laughs> I remember I saw
0: McCarron play in person one time. I went to the Bengals Steelers playoff game where they were throwing beer bottles at, at Big Ben. That was the Vontas Perfect hit Antonio Brown game.
1: Uh, that was, oh, that was what a game. Wow. Yeah, what the, a game. The domino, play. little yeah. domino to <laughs> big domino meme. Vontez Perfect hitting Antonio Brown across the middle there, leading to Antonio Brown writing statements to himself on Twitter, saying that <laughs> Twitter. his biggest regret in life. Is is not watching himself himself. play football.
0: Yeah, his biggest regret is being himself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) incredible.
0: (laughs) I twitter
2: I've said Twitter's peaked a lot of times in my life, but that's there's not much better content than
0: that right there.
2: Like you can't do it better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, we're not going to stray too far from the theme of that one. We're going to stick with some quarterbacks right now, and this one's going to be a bit of a deeper pull gonna have to use your thinking caps just a little bit so at one point in the drought era the bills had a pair of rookie quarterbacks make their debuts in the same game one was a draft pick one went
1: undrafted who
0: are these two quarterbacks
1: i'm gonna be wrong again but it's like this is a guess right there yeah or is it Hmm. i'm trying to think See, drought's a long period. I'm thinking very recent.
2: I think this is it, but I don't actually. This Uh, is not right. This is not right.
1: No, mine's not right at all. (laughs) I don't even know if these two are rookies at the same time. It just feels like it's the same time. Wait. Is this guy even a quarterback? Uh, uh, Yep, two quarterbacks. All right, here we go. Real-life quarterbacks. (laughs) I'm ready. This is bad. This is bad. I hope I get this. Let's see it. Jeff Toole and Brian Brom. Oh, man. Is it be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it was man. manual. I knew it was Toole time. I, I, was th- I was trying to reach deep in my back. I'm like, Brian Brom, I think, was like a seventh round pick. I don't know, man. I forgot about Brian Brom, but I thought Brian Brom <laughs> was going to be the
2: answer. I thought he was. I thought he was like legit uh, future of the team for a minute. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Jesus! Fucking oh, yeah,
0: Daniel. Oh my God!
1: That was that was a good one. This this is good. I, I'm feeling flustered. <laughs> All
0: I wanted out of this was to fluster one of you, and, and it's working so far. Micah, it looks like you are the early favorite for my love and affection. Um, okay, it's the same thing. I think it, it might be. I guess uh, he is a friend. He is. He is my friend Jake. He, he quite literally is um, question three. We're going to get away from the quarterbacks now though. Um, so the bills have been on a tear in the preseason lately. What's the last year that the bills lost a preseason game. in? Hmm.
2: All right, gentlemen, let's see those answers. I picked a long time, but well, Meerkat's on the board. It is. Let's go. Okay.
0: Let's go. Okay. Three zero last year. I just assumed then, all bad. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Three and zero last year. The year before that was the COVID year. No preseason. They went four and zero back in 2019. So 2018 was the year to beat. Now this one, this one, I'm really f- excited about because he. This is just. I hope. I. I have a feeling. I know meerkat's gonna get this one i really have a good feeling about that i made this question and i thought meerkat's gonna know this instantaneously so what division two running back could not crack the bills oh my 53 God. man roster wait with marshawn lynch cj spiller and fred jackson ahead of him
1: if this is wrong i'm gonna be so upset uh, it's two guys <laughs> but I'm, I'm so confident in this one Oh, no. It's, uh, and I'm and I'm so pissed because if you get it right and Mike gets it wrong, we have a tie, and I don't, I don't
0: have a tiebreaker.
2: I don't even have a guess at the moment, so we're not in a good spot. Man, I really have no idea. Oh, no,
1: wait. Oh, it's two guys. Oh, I hate this because this backfield was stacked. There are two guys who Dude, I love that got cut too. I'm going to have never, a switch. Okay.
2: I loved all three of the guys on the screen right now, so I didn't care about any other running backs coming in. I was like, fuck that guy. Let's keep these three. Okay, I don't go. even have
1: a guess, so I, I just I was, see what Mir has. I was obsessed with this backfield in the preseason. <laughs> it's I, if I'm wrong here, I'm gonna be very upset. All right. Well let's let's see it. Uh, Micah, hold up your empty sheet of paper and <laughs> zero. I changed for Xavier Oman to Joyke Bell. Is Please it Joy Bell? Me.
2: Damn, that's a oh, that's a good one. Let's go, Damn!
1: Let's go! Let's go! Joy Woo! Bell. <laughs> The <laughs> it was a fucking little bowling <laughs> <No>! ball. <laughs> oh, <I fell>. <laughs> the good news is,
0: I have more than enough love and affection to go around, fellas. So, uh, no worries. Man, we tied. It was good. Good, good game. Good, good work, cat. Wow! Storm, um, okay.
1: Storming
2: back at the end. So
1: Xavier Oman <laughs> also on that roster also tore yep. up that preseason also like a low level guy. I'm like, I don't think he was D two. I knew Joike was D two. Uh, we- yeah, it was oh, a Joyke Bell-
2: There's a Joik Bell game in that preseason isn't there where he went like crazy. Yeah,
0: no, he went. He had like two touchdowns and a buck fifty in one
2: yeah. game. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: unbelievable. Oh Lord. unbelievable.
1: Then he had a decent career with the Lions. Yeah, he was there for, yeah. like, five years or so. Yeah, and he was solid. in the same backfields
0: like Adrian Peterson for a little bit. Like, yeah, no. Amir Abdullah, who was Amira supposed Dula. to be the Yeah, of course, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lions ruined a lot of running backs' careers, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. The pride of Wayne State College, wherever the hell that is. Shout out, Wayne State.
2: <laughs> I think it's Indiana. That might Probably. be the thing I know
0: about Joy yeah. Bell. Wayne
2: State.
0: <laughs> um, Michigan. No. O for, o for a million Close. on this one, Micah. I'm Close. sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I know nothing about Joy Bell. Uh, but you Ooh. know a lot about the Bills right now, and that's I'm what so matters. Pumped.
1: Good for you, Meerkat. i happy for you. <laughs> I needed that. I needed that, guys. I needed that tie more than anything.
0: <laughs> the only time I ever did like one of those uh, Buffalo Wild Wings fantasy drafts in person, I remember sticking the Joyk Bell sticker up on the draft board. I, that's my that's my Joyk Bell memory right there. <laughs> there I'll we go. i file that one away. <laughs> um, but we're not going to talk about Joyk Bell all show as much as, you know, Meerkat and I would clearly love to. Uh, we do have... Not a lot to get to. Like before the show started, we were saying that, like, you know, there's not a lot of news going on right now because we're not looking out for what quarterback's going to start. Right now, we're looking at the wide receiver battle, which is stacked, and the prospects of bringing in Odell Beckham. And now, Meerkat, what, what's that face about?
1: I'm sorry. I just Googled Xavier Oman. I just wanted to do a little <laughs> research, see what he went, went up to with the after the pills. Yeah. He was D2. He was he was a D2 oh, wow. player. Absolutely incredible. Northwest Missouri State. Both answers were applicable there.
2: That is incredible. Oh, wow.
1: you know what? Wow. Okay, so I hate I to say sick. it, but I think Meerkat gets extra credit on that
2: one. I think he should.
0: Yeah. yeah, so Meerkat <laughs> wins two and a half to two. <laughs> I was gonna look up. I was gonna make a new question, and I wish I had a prize buzzer right now. But <laughs> boom, boom, boom. that's,
1: that's just so nervous. funny because I was weirdly obsessed with that backfield as a kid. Like I went to all the Bills' home preseason games that that year. I was like invested in these guys. Oh, I, yeah. That's just, I, this that's shows amazing. you.
2: It shows you how much competition they wanted for Fred Jackson, Marshawn Lynch, and C.J. Christ. Spiller too. They're what like, we're insane. just gonna bring a D two guys, and just right. you guys are just gonna run through Cam. They up being good snaps. And <laughs> then they were, yeah, they were both good, both guys. Great
0: yeah. Game. And that backfield just as stacked as the Bills receiving core is right now. Great segue. Um, and the only argument, the only argument I've really seen that can have any sort of merit for not bringing in Odell Beckham Jr. is that possibly it could. Hinder Gabriel Davis evolving into a wide receiver too. Now, for a team with Super Bowl aspirations, do either of you think that is a good argument?
1: Nah, Odell wouldn't okay. come in until like what Christmas? Like the yeah. late, it's basically a playoff thing. And at that point, he doesn't have anything behind him. He's just going to be like a situational guy, red zone threat. It's just a good option to have. And then who knows what your receiver room is going to be looking at that point. The Bills, unfortunately, have had a, a decent amount of receiver injuries the past few years. It's just a position that gets hurt. Um, and, You know, so a couple of guys are down. Who knows if... This will be brought up later when we talk questions, but like, you know, Gabriel Davis, is he going to be that number two guy? Like, can he truly be in this high volume of an offense? Mm -hmm. There's there's going to be something there. Odell is nothing but a positive in my mind. I'm with it. I don't understand why Odell is a guy that can play anywhere on the field
2: in my mind. I don't think we only need to talk about boundary receivers. I mean, it's it's its reputation is why he, he gets mentioned is where it's immediately like you see the the if it happened if he did sign with the bills the like instagram post and twitter post would have digs obj on every single one right and so it's kind of just like the hierarchy and everybody's fans but in my mind he is just the super sub for wherever you would need him because the dude can play anywhere on the field and in this kind of situation why would why would you not want the most depth at all these positions? Like, like mm-hmm. you said, maybe Gabe doesn't, maybe Gabe doesn't pop off to the standards that everybody thinks he's going to. Um, maybe Isaiah McKenzie and Jameson Crowder aren't as prolific in the slot and they want to put somebody else in there or do something else with that position, or just keep there's injuries that eventually are going to come up at some position on this team throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you why would you it's it's a lot of it is a lot of like pride thing. And I think Odell has a bad, just leaves a bad taste in, my, in people's mouths after the, the Browns thing and everything else. But I feel like mm. what we know about the Cleveland Browns organization that they can't all have been Odell Beckham's fault at this point, just in general yeah. with how everything's been going down there for a while. So I, I'm always in for adding talent. And when have we ever even been able to have this freaking conversation as a team? Yeah. Like and who and what? Why do why does why do Bills fans and in general think it would not be? It just kind of baffles me. and It's like it's a weird situation because he's not going to be back, and you feel like you have this chemistry and everything else. But nothing's guaranteed in any of this. Like there's nothing nothing guaranteed out of it. And you want to go in as deep and as as talented as you can. Then you bring in a guy like that, and you think it can make it work. And if Von Miller, who seems to be like the biggest chemistry guy, Ever in the history of yeah, football, right. like we've seen through camp, first it feels team like it, chemistry. Yeah, feels like it's a good idea, and feels like it, it would be great. And he's talking about how there's a locker next to him open, all this shit. Like, I don't know. Like it, I I feel like I would trust that more than whatever you know fans think of Odell just because of past past stops that he's had so far.
0: Yeah, and, and you know we we brought up injuries a few times. Like Jameson Crowder is someone who, for most of training camp, has been largely unhealthy, but now it seems like. In the past week or so, while he's been healthy, he's actually been able to get out there with Josh Allen, mm-hmm. that Josh has really started to like throw into the guy. And I guess Sal Capaccio wrote that he had a play in training camp similar to the touchdown he scored against us at the beginning of last season, where it was like a low depth of target catch. And then he just took off 70 yards like and if it was even if pads were on. Sal said that it was going to be a touchdown. Like he just made it down the sideline before anyone could even get to him. And that's what he's good at. He's good at that yards after catch. And, you know, that's one thing that the Bills really lacked last year and getting younger and more efficient at wide receiver, albeit not much younger when you go from Beasley to Crowder, but Crowder and McKenzie in the slot there. I know, Micah, when Mookie, you and I were talking, and also when I had Robin on, two tight end sets we're a topic of conversation, right? But even better than that, give me two slot receiver sets through McKenzie on one side of it and then Crowder on the other. Like, I feel like that's like the anti fairy, like fairly odd parents, like the anti fairy of the two tight end sets. And I fucking love it.
2: Well, who else? And James Cook's going to get run in those sets, those kind of sets, too. Exactly what you're talking about, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um, also, when we're talking about that in general, when you bring up the tight end, it's a great point to bring up OJ Howard, who everything I've heard, I mean, just got done listening to Perino and Talbot, shout out them for their coverage and everything, but basically oh, sure. both talking very poorly, like OJ Howard just hasn't popped any practice, hasn't looked like he's been worth the money, like, like that was a statement that came out of their mouths and everything, Like, and that's not a surprise, honestly, to me, like yeah. he was kind of fading, fading a lot last year, and it was more mm-hmm. of a name signing and kind of hoping that he would get a bounce back, So if he's if Tommy Sweeney is just going to have that spot again, we know how they like Mm -hmm. to run the offense with Tommy Sweeney as tight end, too. And that's going to mean more more snaps for Crowder and McKenzie and Cook and just more outside guys in general.
1: It's going to be interesting, too, to see how tight end plays out, how many they keep, because there's a ton of talent there right now. Obviously, Knox, Howard are going to be locks. Tommy Sweeney, I'm going to say, is a lock. They love him. He's got short yeah, hands. He's been around for a while having a great camp. So you have three locks there. Will they keep four? I mean, I haven't heard much about Werdemeier out of camp yet, but I know he was a very exciting undrafted free agent pickup, one of the top guys a few teams were vying for. He chose us. And I know there's some Quinn truthers out there too, mm. but... I'm just, I'm kind of down to like shave at other positions. Like just keep three tight ends. Like I, I'd be fine keeping two, too if Tommy Sweeney wasn't such a viable three and I wasn't a crazy yeah. man, but <laughs> I think keeping three tight ends and relates back to the receiver room. Like I, we, I want to keep seven receivers very badly. When I look at the bills receiving room though, I'm try- I was trying to think of an analogy for it. I think I just came up with it. It looks like an anaconda that just ate a large animal. It's like <laughs> the head of the snake, normal, normal, big bull, big bull, and then little tail. It's, you know, inflated. The head of the snake, Stefan digs. Everything's great. You know, it gets a little, starts to inflate a little, but you got a strong nut there that's Gabriel Davis. Yeah. And then you got everybody else in the middle there there are a lot there's there are going to be nfl caliber receivers there are going to be guys that get picked up that are cut from this team it's the unfortunate reality that's what comes you know with being a great team having this type of depth um good problem you have, have so many yeah it's a exactly. great problem to have yeah. but yeah i just want to see people start to stand out more and more Jameson crowder i know he's dealing with the injury but ha- not delivering what i expected i thought he'd come out and you know be like okay finally has a great quarterback a good offensive system for him to thrive in and he's gonna be a thousand yard receiver in the slot for the bills this year but it's Isaiah McKenzie is coming through who I, I love Isaiah but it's still question marks there can he truly be a guy who's on the field for you know 75% of your offensive snaps um, just a lot going on I mean Gabriel Davis you know my questions with him I just want to see people stand out. Khalil Shakir made a few flashy plays. Marquez Stevenson's d- doing nothing. You know, the, Isaiah Hodgins. we'll get into him, we'll get into him, but ooh, he's making his mm-hmm. roster, baby. Now, there's, a, there's a spot locked up right there. I <laughs> Kumaro, they want to keep him. The special teams guys, the, there's, there are going to be some tough cuts, but keeping seven would be miraculous. Yeah, especially, of course, we know that Taiwan
0: Jones is a lock for the roster. James Cook Mm -hmm. and Duke Johnson have both been getting snaps at returning in training camp. So that's something that's going to be fun to watch this weekend is Mm -hmm. the return battle um, and, and James Cook returning the ball is just something I am salivating about right now because we haven't, we haven't heard a lot of great things about the running back room in camp so far. We'll transition there. Um, you know, it seems like for every good day, each running back kind of has a down day. Zach Moss started real hot. Haven't heard a lot about him ever since. I guess Singletary's had a good week. Cook has looked every bit as advertised, but he's a rookie, you know, so rookies be what rookies be sometimes. Um, really do be. They really do be like that, and and so like I don't know. I I feel like like the 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 prospects of Duke Johnson making the roster. As much of a fan as I have been of his, really, really his entire career, I feel like he's been pretty underrated. He's been on some really bad teams and still done well, um, but it seems like his days in a Bills uniform are going to be numbered unless he can make a name for himself here as a returner.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, um, yeah. It's just it's, a tough battle yeah. going on. There's a lot of bodies. Yeah. yeah, With like the receiver room. <laughs> it's literally, yeah. It's a...
2: And it's a spot that they've wanted to find an impact guy there for so long, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that... Oh. Sean McDermott... The last thing Sean McDermott wants to do is have Micah like, Hyde back there again. Like, have it in any type of, like, important situation, returning anything. Yeah. Cook's an interesting piece to see thrown there because, like we're talking about with that running back room, it's going to be... It seems like they're gonna keep all three. I'm sure it's gonna be matchup dependent how they get used and everything else. But they want to get the ball in Cook's hands. Like I see him as a receiver, but if returning would be a great way to just have him on the field for six extra snaps a game or whatever it's gonna be. Um, but I'm not as worried about the running backs in general either. I think that, and I don't know if we're segueing on or anything else, but no, it's with the There's offensive not much line. Of... Yeah, as yeah much no, as that's anything. naturally yeah. just, There hasn't been any cohesion yet. I don't think... I'm not worried about it. I think if they have the five that are supposed to be there by the Mm -hmm. start of the year, that line is going to be solid. Maybe not a great offensive line, but with Josh Allen, I don't think he needs a great offensive line. I think he just needs enough time because he can make things happen on his own. But Mm -hmm. that and also just the fact we talked about it um, last week, I think, or I talked about it with Buki um, asking him about the defensive line and just how much of game records they've kind of looked at everything else and how much they are probably affecting the run like i can't wait to see this first team offense against not what this defense could be like the best defense in the league again and it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel like a different world for them playing against other guys so i think that has as much to do with any offensive struggles i'm trying to keep that with a grain of salt that this defense might just be just might be different even a different level than they were last year yeah,
0: and you can you can say that, like, last year, they didn't exactly have the hardest schedule, and they still had some uh, – obviously, like, against the bad quarterbacks, they were dominant, but then against, like, the upper echelon, they had a tendency to kind of give a little bit more. Um, and so you hope that they take another step because – I mean, like, you bring in Von Miller, you hear that they're playing more physical at camp. You hear that the offense is actually struggling from time to time, day to day. I know today, apparently, there were a lot of incompletions that they were forcing just because the rush was getting there quickly, and the coverage was fantastic. And if you can just keep those two going steadily, like, that is, that is, like, last year, it was all incredible coverage on the back end, but we can't get to the quarterback. It seems like this year, we finally might, be able to put that together and I think you are right I think I think the fact that the running game hasn't gotten going very well in training camp is because the offensive line has not been able to gel together has not had time to get the the starting five out there until this week Um, and that defensive line is you know you know Rob and I were talking about it. it it's the first time in a while that I can say like oh if Josh throws a pick on the other team's 40 you know what? I get to go watch Von Miller and Greg Rousseau and A.J. Epinesa just go terrorize a backfield. So like, yeah. you know, I'm exci- I'm excited to watch this defense.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's it's defense. going to be uh, <laughs> a ferocious defense, a tenacious defense and I just love the depth. Keep adding depth because we've seen it the past two years, the way they rotate this defensive line so efficiently at the right time, it pays off. You have any given guy, you know, amongst six different guys making plays. Now you made some big additions. I'm really excited to see what Tim Settle does. I haven't yeah. heard much from him out of camp, but I think I think he could be a great, great running mate for Ed Oliver there in the middle of that defensive line. Uh, he shined in limited time in Washington and – Damn, I mean, just with Rousseau, I want to see what he does. Basham, it's not like Basham was nothing last year. Um, AJ Epinesa, like, still still a guy there. Von Miller, like, it's just, it's going to I still beautiful. can't believe that. I, I, it still doesn't, like I see all the clips at no, camp, everything, it still hasn't said it. <laughs> until still- he makes that first tackle for a loss. Yeah. just get yeah, Just <laughs> tackle
2: for a loss any big play or like we get to see the we get to see the opening on, on NBC where they're saying their names and everything and you hear Bob Miller's name be the first one come up for the Bills defense is going to be a real yeah. like turn of the page moment for me and Bills fandom and everything else yeah. it is just surreal
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, and like the defensive line obviously you want to see some steps forward from the younger guys up there but overall not super concerned about it. Linebackers, I mean, we have two, we probably have the best top two linebacker duo in the NFL, a top five, you know, between Milano yeah. and Edmonds. Sure, we'd like to see more out of Edmonds too, but between the two of Javon Miller and also just better play up front, I feel like, We don't have a lot of cause for concern. I feel like he was always kind of making up for deficiencies in run stopping at the defensive line. He was unsure of exactly where he needed to be, if he had to cover for other people. That uncertainty, we just need him to play with more confidence. And and all that goes away. I'm not sure if there's anything linebacker-wise you guys want to touch on. I don't want to to just gloss over it if there's a bigger point there for you no the the biggest
2: thing I'm worried about is the next group is the cornerbacks I mean of anything yeah. and you talked about mm-hmm. adding depth to a position that mm-hmm. I still think they should I've said it since the beginning of free agency that they should bring in another veteran body to just have just to have around and maybe that's still mm-hmm. Joe Hayden like the guy they've been t- we, the be. one guy that we heard that on and, and whatever I mean he just didn't want to go to camp which is fair like I could see a vet <laughs> deciding to just like I'm not going to dorms for two weeks I'll sign with you guys you know after yeah, the second right. game stuff like that and it could be a situation like that but it's it's uh, the linebackers themselves I think there's been good signs from Terrell Bernard as we kind of expected just kind of the athletic freak he was coming out yep. that they'd be able to kind yep. of mold him into something I still love Dodson and him kind of getting thrust into that third role this year um, he's going to have his really important spots. And I think that he'll be able to do well in that spot. Um, but yeah, the cornerback position is really what worries me. I'm very intrigued. I think for Elam, it's kind of what I expected. The struggles that we're hearing about, like kind of getting beat on like some mo- double moves or just getting lost in certain things. Like that's what we talked about draft night when we were we were talking about him. It's like he's he's going to take big jumps and try to make plays. There's going to be times where he looks lost out there, but he's going to look like a freak out there too. And he's had plays like that. But Christian Benford, the one thing that really interests me about Christian Benford yeah, is I saw, I think it was Greg Vorst today tweeted out his relative athletic score. And it's like an 8.2 going into the draft. Like he's an elite Ooh. athlete. He's, Love the he Rams. has great size has and just great physical traits for a cornerback. And we know how this team can coach up secondary guys I mean in general and just scheme the secondary yeah. and maybe that I don't think it's a stretch that this guy is going to have a lot of playing time going into week one because I don't think they're sure about Dane Jackson or Kyrie Elam in any well, way Super they can clearly no. not because they're giving this kid first, first, team first team reps team. a lot yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm I'm happy you brought him up because I read a piece from Salmar Majorana. I I always mess up. I don't know how to say that from From the Democrat and Chronicle. And there was, I'm not going to like spoil the entire thing because I think it's genuinely something that any Bills fan should read about because just this guy's mental makeup and the shit he's gone through in his life. I'm just going to read a small excerpt from it because it's all about ace tattoo that this guy has um quote it's a half filled heart because i've lost so many people benford explained following a practice at saint john fisher i lost my mom some of my closest friends best friends some people that i call my sisters and my brothers it's like a part of my heart is gone now that we're getting deep here on the kratos's podcast i'm sure you know we, we all know what it's like to lose someone, but to lose so many people so young in your life. And he says, like, from being from where he's from, it's not the best neighborhood. Unfortunately, young people die all the time. And I this is just he's the kind of guy who, like, all the trauma and, and everything he's gone through, he's found a way to make the bad into a positive because he says time doesn't stop the world don't stop your job doesn't stop so you mourn and make sure you get your heart and your mind right and it seems like he's done a great job of doing that his entire life and that is probably part of why Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott fell into this guy is his mental toughness, is agreed. You know his process and how he just works to make himself better, and how he's really living his life for everybody who he's lost along the way. And I feel like the story of Christian Benford is just starting to get written. Sixth rounder from Villanova, like this is—it's not exactly the most sexy football school out there, right?
2: No, like, yeah. And that's why he drops, that's why a guy like that drops to the sixth round and who knows what the circumstance, I mean, that's crazy to like hear and I mean you never want to hear that from anybody but it gives a guy like him a new perspective on just life, like guys like that, the way that I'm sure that I want to go read this article for sure now and just see what Mm -hmm. his perspective on life is in general and everything else but yeah I mean it's definitely a makeup that they look for is that kind of mental toughness and this guy is oozing with it clearly Mm -hmm. and what he's and the work he's clearly putting in has been impressive too so yeah that's a guy you can root for in general mm-hmm. on this roster um in a position that's i mean that is good is opportunity too like the one spot where there's really opportunity and he's, yeah, he's that showing TV out in spot. it yeah
0: mm-hmm. Yeah and I guess we are lucky to be hearing this week that Trey White may be coming back to practice sooner than expected but that he didn't want to do camp, camp either. Is, that's, that's yeah he didn't want to be he <laughs> <the camp. laughs> He's like training camp I can come back week
2: 2 of the preseason that sounds good.
1: I hope that's the case like <laughs> I know he can come back to practice soon but like I don't want to see him rushed at all. I know it's going to be a tough, you know, first couple games if we don't have him. There's no Mm -hmm. certainties for cornerback right now with the Buffalo Bills, and I don't want him to rush him back, but I want him back. It's Um, tough, you know. Like I'm fine waiting as long as needed. Like be overly cautious, even if maybe we lose an extra game because of it. Trey White's just way too important to our future. I'm more
2: encouraged that he started camp. Like, they did the workouts that everybody could see, and like they were everybody getting all the film. And then those stopped happening as camp went on. I'm more encouraged about that because it was kind of yeah. like giving the taste to everybody, like, oh, he's out here working. And then the Bills are very, they don't want any of this info coming out. Like, we're going to find out Trey White's ready when he's actually when he's ready. ready. He's not going to be a source that's like, Trey white might be ready for week one. Like Ian Rappaport's not going to be saying that it's going to come from the bills. So the yeah. fact that they pulled him away from all these media sessions, he's not doing these workouts on the side anymore, honestly, encouraging for me. Cause it feels like that, that could be the precursor of him, like really ramping up doing individual stuff and getting ready to go.
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And like, that is the only question we really, not the only question. But there's a reason I put that up at the bottom of the screen is the the biggest question for this Bills roster right now is what is cornerback gonna look like week one? What is it gonna look like beyond week one when Trey White is back? Week one, honestly week one, that might be the best receiving duo they face all year at this point with
2: Cooper Cup Cooper Cup alone could you could consider that whatever. But the way Allen Robinson has looked in camp and Allen Robinson actually has a quarterback who can hit him in the in the numbers and hit him in the hands, like that's a that is a Horrifying duo to go against for the first
0: game of the season. Like, it really is. Yeah. The the good thing, though, is that, not good, because I'm never going to root for injury, but. Matt Stafford is dealing with some kind of shoulder right now. Yeah. Where even Sean McVay is saying that they're shocked with his progress because it is a pretty serious injury right now. Apparently he was dealing with a similar one in the preseason last year. So take it with a grain of salt. It's probably one of those things that's just, you know, load yeah. management going into this regular season. Vegas loves it though no, because the Bills swung like two points uh, swung in a way
2: that and it's been yeah. since that Stafford news. And that's, I mean, yeah, that's a huge question for week one for them, too. I mean, it's it's like some kind of baseball, like, tendonitis injury. Or no, it's something that, Yeah, they said it's something
0: that's really common in, like, elbows for pitchers, actually. It's elbow, not shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's right. Something something weird, like, that. Something weird. Very weird. Other than the cornerback, like, is there anything... Like, maybe offensive line is a big question right now. But even so, we know what it looks like at its fullest. Is there anything else you guys are somewhat uncertain about before we start talking about the players we're excited to see against Indianapolis this weekend?
1: i voiced my concerns with, you know, corner and receiver enough already this show. Like, both are... Corner, definitely more worried about. Um, But receiver's more of a good problem, but I just want to see people stand out. And I I love Gabriel Davis. Don't get me wrong. Gabriel, not Gabe. But... I'm not a thousand percent sold on him and as a number two receiver in a high volume offense like this. I is Gabriel Gabriel Davis, the guy who's going to catch 80 balls on 115 targets. I don't know. We'll see. Let's get to where we're going to find out. (laughs) Somebody's getting those targets
2: though. Like Cole had 102 last year. So we talked about that last week. What's it going to end up? Like the the division of targets is going to be very interesting this year. Is Diggs just going to get 100? set sixty targets and it's just gonna be again force feeding again. Diggs, which you could I could see this just this just being like you feel like Diggs has to have like the career statement year at some point with Josh Allen. So why wouldn't it be this year? I mm-hmm. mean really like that's the way I'm looking at it for Diggs. Like I don't want to like project Something I put like 1500 yards and 11 touchdowns on Twitter the other day. I don't know if that's the case, but I wouldn't be yeah, surprised
0: <laughs> either when it comes to big all I heard you say that is getting 1500 yards and 11 touchdowns. That's all I heard. You say. <laughs> I would be okay. I'd be <laughs> more than okay it. with it. Speaking <laughs> of that, though, the
2: question the only the biggest question I have is how much different I guess the offense is going to look. I don't know if it's going to look any different. Maybe yeah. it looks pretty much the same, but it is a big change. We've heard great things about Ken Dorsey. I'm very confident in Ken Dorsey. The dude is um, just a great football mind in general. I think he's mm-hmm. probably been ready for this moment for a long time in his career. Um, so I'm not worried about it at all per se. It's not a concern, but it is going to be different in some way. Um, I think it'll be good different. And, you know, like just just interested to see what they put out there and how they move the pieces around and what what yeah. what it looks like, because it's the only time it's the just the newness of it, I guess is interesting even though I really think we're not going to notice it because it's still just going to be the same old, (laughs) the same old Josh Allen just making the same type of plays that he does no matter what, so. (laughs) Dorsey, we trust.
0: Endorsey we trust. And it will not be the same old Josh Allen this weekend because as we said, he is not going to be playing, obviously. Uh, But there are a lot of important guys going out for some important positions, even if they are depth positions on this roster. So, Meerkat, We'll start with you. And we all know who it's gonna be. You said it's the meme is dead and because it's real life, it's a real thing. Who's your guy to watch this
1: weekend against Indianapolis? It's Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah, I, I, know I know it's it coming, is. it's obvious, yeah, but I it's not it like I, I am a huge Isaiah Hodgins fan. I have been, I've truly believed in this guy, but it was getting a bit memey. It was, you know, like <laughs> it was getting a bit memey, but I kept saying this guy can do it all. And there is a reason Brandon Bean is going through obstacles to keep him protected, to keep him on the Bills roster despite not playing for two years, dealing with injuries, being a fifth-round pick, or six, whatever. Not Nothing like... Everything's kind of been stacked against him, but they really believe in this kid. Like they took advantage of everything they can, especially his rookie year with all the COVID stuff, because there was a time he came back and started practicing midseason and then got hurt again and needed that surgery. He's dealt with a lot of stuff, especially with his shoulder. He seems to be healthy. He seems to be absolutely killing it in camp right now. I can't stop getting tagged in tweets of reports of how good Isaiah Hodgins looks, and it gets me so hyped up. This guy, (laughs) he has an insane, insane wingspan. His catch radius is crazy. He'll catch anything within seven feet of him. Like, it... He's just got natural hands. He's got a nose for the ball. He's very good. He's a bit lanky, but he's good at using that lankiness to get around corners to position himself in good ways. He's a red zone threat, but he can work his way along a boundary, even across the middle, and do some stuff sometimes. He's had two years now to work on his route tree without you know without seeing the field and learn this playbook and the offense and build relationships with these guys. And it's finally all coming together in this camp, it seems like. I, I don't see how you don't keep this guy if he shines this preseason. It's a big preseason for him. He's going to need to stand out. Camp's not enough, but and he's not a special team, Scott. He won't be used for special. He will make this team as a receiver, a real receiver. I think he could sneak in as a wide receiver five or six. He's he's currently listed behind Gabriel Davis as like the fourth total overall receiver, a second team receiver on the most updated depth chart from the Bills because he is crushing it. (laughs)
0: no i mean it it, easily like he he wears number 80 that's not a special teams receiver number like let's be real about that he does wear number 80 i'm right about that right okay i thought so it's not a special teams kind of number let's not let's not you know read between the lines too much it's right there in front of our faces Mm -hmm. um i got two guys i'm going between and i'm gonna go with the one that we started out the show talking about a little bit uh, and for me, it's James Cook because I, one, have been, I want, he was one of my guys. Like last year, Greg Rousseau was our guy. This year, James Cook was my guy. I'm so excited to see what he looks like on an actual NFL field with actual NFL players wearing pads. I can't wait to see what he does in the open space, get to see him at return. And I think that you know he's going to have. He's probably my favorite to win that return job right now, just because we know how dynamic he is. Now, it could be Isaiah McKenzie, but I think he's going to have a heavier workload on the actual offense itself to where they're going to want to save him specifically for that. And James Cook, welcome to the league, rookie. You're going out in the most fast-paced of every single play that happens on an NFL field, and that's kickoff returns, and that's punt returns. And this guy is going to make someone—he's going to make a grown man look absolutely silly on on Saturday afternoon. Not a doubt in my mind. Oh yeah, I love he's it. Gonna, there's going to be some
2: highlights from him.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's
1: a walking uh, I, highlight reel. I want. I, I mean, I'm very happy he's making like you know news kind of in camp as a runner too, because I think when when he drives him, I tweeted like. Welcome James Cook, you know, Bills RB3, but wide receiver four right now. You know, yep. like he's, <laughs> yeah. he he didn't see a ton of action in receiving in college, but when he did, he made the most of it. He's just a natural guy catching the ball in the backfield. As much as I love RB1, Devin Singletary still RB1. Still he's RB1. had some issues as a receiver. So, shore it up, mm-hmm. add another weapon, just keep stacking them. Mm-hmm. Two running back
0: sets with those two in the backfield is going to be mm-hmm. so unpredictable, and I'm going to love it. Yeah, I mean, Micah, take us home. Who's your player to watch this weekend? It's the only position we haven't mentioned yet,
2: bro. I want to see punt God. Let's ah. see what this dude fucking looks like. Oh, I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe Case Keenum just got these boys cooking, and they're not punting a bunch in this game. But, yeah, I want to see what the kid does in a real game. I mean, I'm sure they're both going to get punts in this game. Um, Maybe Ariza only gets all the holds, too, if you're going to be watching the hold. I think that that's... I couldn't believe that we were they were talking about so much about holding. I'm like, I know Matt Hawk's probably yeah. a great holder, whatever, but you can figure out how to hold a foot. Like, I can hold a football from a snap for a kick. Like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure everybody can figure that out. So I'm not I'm afraid of getting my about fingers about kicked, that. but
0: you know, it's
2: it, okay. it, it, It's scary. You just gotta <laughs> hold on, just wait it out, trust the kicker, yep. but yeah, is. this is, I guess this is the only other, this is the biggest position battle. Like uh, we really don't know who's gonna come out of it. They've been getting split basically 50-50 the whole way through. But this kid feels like he um, has the upper hand just for getting drafted this year and everything we saw from Hawk last year. I'm excited to see. I mean, as excited as I will get to see a punt, I am excited to see punting because I hope it doesn't happen a lot during the regular season. So let's see it now. (laughs) Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that maybe the offense goes like they, they get to fourth down on purpose to give Matariza a chance? Yeah, to they
2: should just Neil, just like a rollout with Case Keenum where he slides on like mm-hmm. third and six. There's like ah, let's just let, <laughs> let somebody, let's let's uh, unleash a seventy yarder. That place will go crazy if he like if he has to kick from like the own end zone and it goes like the thirty yard line or something. It'll mm-hmm. be the biggest biggest cheer of the day.
0: This yeah. might be the first time. In NFL history, where people are excited to watch a punter, I know I can't think of another time I've ever would have brought up a punter Punk in God. my life until right now.
2: <laughs> Shout out Punk God,
1: Shout and out like Punk I said, Punk. I don't want
2: to see him at all once we once we hit September eighth or 9th, oh. whatever that day is. No, never, no, never again. So
0: mm-hmm. no, he's dead to me then. Unless we need him, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but. If we miss someone, obviously, there are a lot of players to watch. We didn't even mention Christian Benford at the end, but we talked about him at pretty good yeah. length, not even talking about the impact he, he have on the field. field.
2: Mm-hmm. He my choice here, but I already give it every take about him. I'm, I'm glowing about him, whatever. He's the guy <laughs> for me, really, but... It yeah, is Matt yep. Ryan, and it is Matt Ryan a little bit on uh, Saturday, too, so that'll be really interesting for the corners when they actually have to play, I mean, not just a starting quarterback. He's playing a, a couple series. So oh, not yeah. just a starting quarterback, but a guy who's obviously had great success in the league and can work around and everything else. So that's going to be...
0: I kind of can't believe he's see, actually playing.
2: It, I'm assuming it's because he's still getting the offense down and stuff like that. Yeah. He wants to get timing and yeah, checks out and everything else. But it is strange, especially for yeah. an older quarterback, too. Like, you think those guys would just be outweighed. Yeah, weak he's hard, like 50. No matter like. what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, whether it's Hodgins, Cook... Bemford, Ariza, someone else that you guys think that it will be an exciting player to watch this weekend, let us know. Tweet at us at Crowd Assist Pod and shout out to New York's only outlet, Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. My mom is throwing, very thankful, Lisa. Thank you. She's going to throw a little uh, Wake is back in Buffalo bash uh, at their house out in Angola. And you know where I'm going to go before that party? I'm going to go to Outlet Liquor because it's mm-hmm. the cheapest way to celebrate a long Labor Day weekend it's great for your tailgates, your Bills watch parties, need to stock up, be to buy a case. What's your outlet? This show has been ours. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. For Micah, Meerkat, myself, all of Trainwreck Sports, see you next week. Good night. No, we'll, no, we'll see you Saturday. We'll see you yes, Saturday. Yes, sir. Because the Bills play. We'll okay. Go we'll Bills. See you Saturday.